Welcome to another powerful message from One Life OK. We really hope you enjoy it. I am just wanting to follow the Holy Spirit as much as possible in my life, including right now. I am... I've... I feel there's a just an anticipation so much of God giving us um, just a divine, just supernatural outpouring. I don't know better words to put for it right now, but part of what my hope is for this month is that you you will enter the remaining part of your life with a different understanding of what your soul can do for you. You know, I've learned to love my soul. It's it's not perfect, but God designed me that way. Religion captivated my life for 34 years of my life. I had an, I had an encounter with God. I had an encounter with him with his presence. The outflow of my encounter changed her. She wasn't a prophesying fool when I met her. And the outflow of her life, it changed her. And that's the ecclesia that's on the earth today. You know, the girls went and painted their mural and finished it over the weekend. But see, the thing of it is, is that someone came in the day after they finished it and they're attracted to some city buildings on the wall. They're not attracted to city buildings on a wall. Now they have to have something from Studio 36. Why? Because the presence transformed them. They're nothing like they were before. See, that's what being presence people does. It takes what you used to be. That's why it's weird how long we hang on to. Paul called it dung. I don't know what you want to call it. Right? That we hang on to something that our soul made. But when we become presence people... And his presence is all around, all the time. Then things are happening that turn my heart to see what might God be doing right here. And, you know, these are not just exercises of futility. These are God-ordained, spirit-breathed exercises 
to actually draw something up out of your soul. So if you're feeling like you're off-footed right now, that's him. If you're like, if you've been saying, I'm feeling weird, that's him. If you're running into circumstances that are frustrating, that's him. He's, our souls are a gift of the creator. And I don't really think that much about the enemy, to be honest with you. I'm so captivated just by what I see God doing in y'all. You know, something that I've prayed for a long, long time is for just a sound to touch. How many have just walked in the room and just the sound of her voice, Shudi's voice, is like, I don't even know what, who, what is it? What is it? I mean, can I tell you, it takes my breath away. You know, I'm not, not here very often, but there occasionally Lynn makes me rest. I don't know why. It feels really redundant to me to rest, but somehow it has to do with longevity. I don't know, but <laughs> double tasker, don't really want to rest. She, I get that look in my eyes, and she's like, it's time. Isn't that, that's a good friend, isn't it? Lay down. No, I don't want to lay down. I've got stuff to do. But I'll listen to something that I hadn't heard while I was because I wasn't here. And I gasp at the anointing on purity. And that's what he's doing to you, for you. You are candidates. You're sitting in a room of recruited by Papa himself, hearts to be transformed for this generation. It had nothing to do with you. You may not, you may not even want to be here. But this time in history is going to see things of the Spirit that right now are in the imagination of God. And when he says, I hadn't seen, nor ear heard. Now see, Pam and I have had lots of discussions for a long time about what we think God's going to do. And he's saying, those things you're thinking about, they're too small. Because in the imagination of God, He knows what humanity can look like with His presence. And He, he actually created us to be lovers and carriers of His presence. It's actually the thing in you that is pull that he's pulling on he he knew he made it and just like i was saying about the little puppy 
It's innate in us to want his presence. I was born to know how to operate with his presence, just like that little puppy. Just a few weeks old. Hit the water. What is it, like two pounds, three pounds? And just immediately, his leg's only that long. It's a little... It's a little weenie dog. What do they call them now? Dotsons? That's not really, that was a car in my day, but y'all don't know anything about that, so never mind. Um, Nissan. Did y'all know Nissan used to be Dotson? But that's okay. That's another story. Let's don't get off on a rabbit trail right now. But it's instinct in us. It's an instinctual, when his presence comes into the room, I have a response to his presence, and my heart is really longing to find places of his presence. You know, we, we reduced church down to something else that made everybody feel real tired. But how many received a touch from his presence tonight? It's not tiring, right? What, what would you call it? I call it refreshing. Like you can come in the room and feel crap. E. And his presence. You can feel tired. You can feel hopeless. You can feel discouraged, depressed. But his presence, his presence never, when you really, really are not skeptical and you really touch the hem of his presence, you really know. And you begin to hunger for that. When when can I have that? It's not a building it's not people. It's not me. It's him. It's not by power. It's not by might. But I hunger for his presence so much. I can't live without it. I will change everything, anything he asked me to change so that his presence will go with me. And see, that's the great thing about his presence. It's always calling me out of darkness because there's no darkness in him into his glorious light. It's always calling. And today I'm, I'm, I'm handing out another fun exercise. I was going to let the small groups give it to you, but I, I felt like I needed to talk about it for a minute. Let's pass it out. Shudy's got it. Somebody will help you pass it out. I I sat down yesterday with him, and he was talking to me about how much he loves our souls. You know, think about it. Nothing about you is not valuable to the Creator. How many have ever made any children? Isn't that weird how you made children? It was so easy, wasn't it? It was it's weirdly easy, isn't it? No, really. I mean, look over at, you know, you made that out of some things. That doesn't it just seems weird, doesn't it? And so think about it. You don't think about your child and all their faults. Do you? 
you all you think about is you want good for them, don't you? You want them to have it better than you. How many? And when they're making dumb choices, you why do you know it's a dumb choice? Because you you're the creator. You made them, right? And so if you can think about God, he's a little more than what we are as humans, but he so values you. He made you. He designed you on purpose. All the things about you that you don't like, he made it on purpose. And so part of just this process, don't read it. I'm on, I'm still talking. Those sanguines, they just start reading. Part of this process with my soul is teaching it that it's okay. It is well. I remember the day when I didn't feel like it was well. And I remember the day when I figured out it is well. It is well with me. And when you live from the place that it is well, then whatever needs to happen, because who's, who's in charge then? Not you, not your soul, your spirit man. Whatever the spirit man says, hey, today, let's lift up our hands right now and just thank Papa for how amazing he is. Oh, sorry, that was just me talking to my soul. See how easy... It is what happens. You just want to participate in what he said to do because your focus isn't on whether your soul didn't even come in right right there when I just y'all just did it with me, right? Your soul didn't think about it. And see, my soul's learned what it needs. And and this this little handout is about Psalms forty two. I I I challenge you to read it in as many versions as you can. But it's one of my very favorite ones. And it, and it says, As the deer longs and pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants and longs for you, O God. The Passion Version says, I long to drink of you, O God. Think of that for a minute. God is a drink. I mean, God's everything. I don't know if you figured that out. But this is something your soul needs. And it says, I like it because it talks about a bunch of people being mean to them. And but it but down in verse eleven, the very last verse, y'all read this at home, right? It says, So I say to my soul. Now this, let me tell you, if you will ever agree with me and agree to do this, you can tell your soul what to feel. It says, don't be discouraged. Don't be disturbed. In the Amplified, it says, why are you in despair? Why have you become restless? And it says, I know my God will break through. Now see, I don't think his soul was feeling that right then. He learned to talk to himself when he was 
depressed. Everybody can praise him when it's good. Think about the best thing that happened to you last week. I know, puppy, 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 puppy. We've been on puppy world. You know, puppy breath. Does anyone know what I'm talking about at all? Can we not sell that in a spray? No? Everybody that loves the puppy breath, come on. Now, all you people making those faces, you don't know what you're, what you're missing. I had some people that were snarling their faces. I don't even know what that... I know, right? Feels like we're not in the same tribe, doesn't it? Just for a minute. Just for a minute. What did you feel like doing in that best moment of your last week? What did you feel like doing? What did you feel like doing? What happened? My soul did what? Reacted to goodness. Do you believe me? Now think of the worst thing that happened to you last week. Did you know if you told your soul, rejoice, be glad, your soul would respond because it's just waiting to be led. See, if you don't lead it, it'll, you know that little thing about the sheep? The girls were wanting me to play that tonight, but how it's running down the path, remember? And there's the ditch and it falls in the ditch and you saw the guy get the truck and the pickup and they pulled it out. What did it do? Ran right back in. That's our soul. It needs direction. It needs to be led. If I let it lead, when I try to come out of letting it lead, it's going to be super hard. How many know my soul will make a mess of my life and it'll be super hard, just basic tasks like taking a shower. When Pam and I meet someone whose soul's been in the lead a long time, we just say, some basic things. Can you take a shower every day? Can you put on deodorant? Can you eat, drink water? Can you get up and go to work? These are basic skills of life, right? And see, in God's kingdom, I'm now, me, Teresa, I'm responsible for all of your hearts. When I lay in bed at night, he asked me, how well did you love them today? It's a little more than having a shower. See, the kingdom is about management, stewardship, whatever word you want to put on it. And as my soul, as I train my soul to not be in the lead, I give away freely what's been freely given to me. Freely I've received. Freely I give to you. You know, I take Judy and Aaron and Christy out to eat on Tuesday nights before we come up here to worship practice. And do you know what they want to do? They just want to hear me talk. They talk about at the table, please, will you just talk? Now, I don't even understand that. I hear me all the time. What, ha what has happened 
is that something in me transformed them and they want to be filled up so they can have something to transform somebody. They, they change their mind from being a consumer to receiving wisdom to give it away. See, that's, that's just all a soul activity. Everybody, all of that's a soul activity. So when you read this, I gave you a little challenge. I made a little slide there. Um, I gave you a little challenge on the back. Let me just read to you what this challenge is. It says, this is an exercise. Go back to the first page. This is an exercise to learn how to exchange your soulish thoughts for kingdom thoughts. Anytime we become more aware of what the enemy is proposing over what God has said, our minds, which is part of our soul, must go through a renewal process. How many are glad about that? Yes. Right now, you're in a renewal process. And guess what? If you like this process, it's, kind, it's just like accountability. At first, accountability feels like control to people who have never been accountable. But there will be a day accountability will feel like safety. It's the same word. It's the same action. What has happened? My mind got changed. That's all that happened. It's the same word, it's the same action, but my mind was changed about what it really means. And see, there's so many things in God that way. In this generation, this woke generation, they want everyone else to do the work, right? Haven't you met somebody? And they want the benefit. But your soul can't be managed by someone else. And if it was, you would call it control. <laughs> it's so true. And so God gave you the gift of being able to do it yourself. So you get what you want to get. Yes. Whatever you want to put into it, you'll get it. Not only it says in this life, but in the life to come. That's why I figured out when God was a rewardable God, why would I do anything he wasn't rewarding? Why would I do one thing, one action, one why? Right? I can either get rewarded or the other. Right? What's the other? See, that's the same thing when he said, if you're going to build a house and you build it on a foundation that someone modeled that wasn't kingdom, See, most of your struggles right now are just trying to get out of a modeling that wasn't kingdom. When I'm living in the kingdom life, I'm building on foundations that he says to build on. It's a guaranteed success. Over here, it's work and work and work and striving and striving and striving, and I never get there. I'm frustrated all the time. Can't make everybody do what I want them to do. Got a bunch of stuff I'm responsible for I can't manage, Right? And so, because our soul is meant to be trained, right, then it needs a trainer. Guess who? You're, you're your own trainer. I can encourage you, but you can go home and never do anything I say. And 
I'm just saying, in five years, ten years, there's some people here who can testify about you'll be at the same place. It's not just an exercise to do something. It's actually transforming and renewing something that needs renewed. It needs to be remade. It says, if you have spent any time in the Western world trying to change. Anybody try to change? That this Western world, we're in the Western world, right? America, my America. It's all about what? The power of positive thinking, isn't it? If I, I just, how many have started out strong and waned in the end? It's, a, it's common to humanity because I'm using my own strength. And my soul, this is what it says. Let's do it today. And then what happens tomorrow? I don't feel like it today. Let's do it tomorrow. Remember Pam used to have a sister, older sister, and she'd say, let's play queen for the day. I'm queen today, Pam, and you can be queen tomorrow. What happened tomorrow? What happened tomorrow? I don't want to play that game today. Right? Because why? I got the benefit of the system I made. It said, I wrote, then you probably struggle with maintaining spiritual heights and growth. This false type of, quote, meditation will create avenues of strong arming your soul, which we are not wired to do. You're not wired to strong arm your soul. It won't work. Your soul will rebel against it. It'll hate it. It won't do it. The religious system loves this Western world of power. It loves it. Now, you know, in the Eastern world, they try to clear your mind, and that's so dangerous. Your mind wasn't supposed to be just, think about it for a minute. It's not even possible to do that, first off. And then you can become a monk anytime you want. The Word of God provides the only kingdom-style art of meditation. When I learn, memorize, recite, and discuss the Word, my mind is filled with godly words and mindsets. This is the feeling process all of us need to learn, understand, and create ways to function with God, to become all He created us for and intended for us to know and do. That's why the Word has to be part of your meditation or thinking process. I have to go to the Word. I have to consult it. If I don't know the Word, right? How many think that, um, let me think of one. Oh, I thought of one. Um, it'll come back to me. Something that we think is in the Word, but it's actually not in the Word. It's just a, it's another one of those power positive thinking things. Have you ever stumbled on and been saying something your life, all your life, and you're like, go to the Word. You know, you find Google. You can look it up now so you don't have to really look in the Bible. Yeah, follow your heart. Yeah, stuff like that. And then you go to the Word and you're like, oh, no, my heart is not good to follow. Right? Like, I just thought that was in the Word that way, right? And so I, so how many have ever followed your heart and it went to a dead end or to a truck stop or something? I don't know. <laughs> right? It's true. When we came into this world, we had a sin nature. It's just a reality of it. Right? Which is what? Against God's will. That's why Jesus prayed, not my will, but yours. He was displaying the exchange process. 
His earthly soul had a will and so does yours, but he was exchanging what his earthly soul wanted in order to position himself for a kingdom result and reward. What was Jesus' reward? You. Think about it. He knows he's fixing to die on an old rugged cross. It was rugged because it was rugged. It's not a, just a song. A bunch of long spikes, right? And the weight of knowing how painful that would be was nothing compared to the joy of you. That's the value system of the kingdom. That's how valuable you are. That's the first place you got to live right there. I am so valuable. How many know you'll never leave that truth that is so ingrained in you that you are so valuable that he laid that he actually knew what he would endure. Remember, he asked God to not let him die in the garden prematurely because of the plan God had. So intense. That's 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 the joy of you. Do you feel do you feel I don't know if you feel that joy like I'm wanting you to right now. Do you feel the joy that Jesus has for you, that he did that for you? Jesus did that for you. The more that I embrace that thought, I'm like, I'm, some, there's something about me. I don't even, I don't feel it. I don't feel real special. Right? But he, he thought I was special. To think Jesus knew this earthly body of his would suffer unimaginable pain, but the reward of not asking the Father to get him out of that temporary pain actually resulted in your salvation. God knows that our spirits have the power from the Holy Spirit to endure any temporary situation of pain. Even in our physical man that can result in a greater glory. Have you ever been in physical pain? Do you have the presence of mind right then to think? You know, I had a 40-pound a mass in my stomach in 2016. We called it the monster mass, and we made a song out of it. I have a 28-inch scar from here to here. But can I tell you, that when I walked in that hospital, I knew I wasn't there for me. It took me a long time to get there. But I walked in that hospital, not knowing if it, everybody told me it was cancer. We made shirts, remember? Not that I had cancer, but we made shirts. <laughs> Do y'all remember? Come on, this is, good, this is a good news story. But I walked into that hospital knowing I wasn't there and I was wide awake watching for who God wanted to minister to. See, it's possible for the greatest tragedies of your life, the greatest pain, that big old headache you got, that God could be doing, your, your, you could teach your soul to not, Freak out and know what is God doing right now? 
I'm right here doing this. Why? I'm doing this. Why? Why am I right here? Not get me out of this. Right? That's what Jesus demonstrated. That's the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Don't you want to, I don't know. Don't you want to live like that? We must train our souls that they are not designed by God to be in the lead. Letting our souls lead will only produce pain and hardship because our souls are wishy-washy. They're fickle. They're all things inconsistent. Think of your soul, isn't it? Come on, you started dying and you did donut. See, it's just the way it is, right? We built a gym in our house. You know, yeah. But you know what? I got to go and get in it, the gym. I got to get on the stuff. I can't just be like, it's a cool gym, isn't it? Bring people in. Look at our cool gym. I told Tracy, you're going to have to get on the bike. Now, she's going to feel extremely guilty right now because that's just what she does. But listen, that's the reality is that our souls are like, I don't know if I want to. You could build something for yourself. You can let God give you an awesome job and you could squash it by acting like everybody at your job. Why are they idiots? Why is everybody at my job an idiot? That's all every cleric says that. And we forget why we're there. We're not there to cleric on them. We're not there to judge them. We're there to lead them. Your boss is looking to see, can you lead them? Or are you just going to tell on them? That's our soul. Y'all are making it way inconvenient for me to work here. Come on. How many have done it? All my choleric friends, they won't raise their hands, but they've done it. I'm just telling you. We, when we learn to realize that all of that is happening, that's all that's happening. That's it. We can put our focuses and energies towards God-made way of renewal. So God made a way to renew your mind, right? Here it is. God's renewal process involves becoming aware of how we think, judging that against his word. How many know you're thinking being? How many know you need to think that you're thinking? <laughs> right. How many know you need to think, I'm thinking, because I don't know if you know it, your action soon follows, right? How many have just become aware of this recently? Anyone? Okay, super. So as I think, so am I, right? That's in the book. As I think, as I think, think about what you're thinking about right now. As I think... This is either good news or you or pressure. Right? This is good news because it's just an exchange process. And everyone can do it. Everyone can train their soul and everybody's soul needs training. That's the human condition. That's the human condition. God's not a rewarder of soulish things. I don't know. Let's put two and two together. Let me think. Okay. Okay. My soul might win, have a win, but it's temporary. Do you want to come preach with me? No, you're doing good. 
God's renewal process involves becoming aware of how we think, judging that against his word, exchanging our thoughts for all that is in line with his heart character, and then building up the things that are of him to be bigger and bigger in my mind. Right? There's so many things this applies to, like all of life. Right? So if I'm thinking it, I'm going to do it. It's that thing, it's that subtle suggestion. You know, if you're watching, what's your favorite restaurant? And they come on commercial. I don't watch commercials anymore, so I don't see them. But they come on and what do they do? They they don't show you the kitchen as it really is. How many have ever worked in the kitchen at a restaurant? They, they're not back there filming that, right? Shooty's told me some stories. She used to work at Texas Roadhouse. We don't go there is all I can say. We don't. We do not eat there. I'm just saying it, and we don't eat at Taco Bell because I had a friend that worked at Taco Bell. So there's just those are the two places I don't go for sure. Taco Bueno is inching out. I think it's yeah, yeah, it's out, it's out, it's out, it's out. So they don't show you the kitchen, right? What do they show you on the commercial? Fake food. But what happens to your soul? I mean, how many have whatever they see within the next week or so? I'm like, yeah, I think I hate Brahms. Let's go get a hamburger. Look at that thing. Brahms never makes a hamburger right. Ever. It doesn't matter what you order. They put anything on it and stick it in a bag and put it in your car. And if you ask them anything about it, your next hamburger has ketchup all over the package. That's what they do. But the picture, my soul, that's why I like to ask the Holy Spirit, is this where we should eat? And what if we're going there, Holy Spirit, what am I going to eat there? I like to ask him in advance so I'll know what to expect. It says, the joy and beauty of this process is that I become surrounded by the mind of Christ, which is one of the privileges of salvation. When my mind knows his mind, I begin to think like he thinks, which is supernatural, which supernaturally becomes a protector for me in my own life. Many battles we face are from our own mental inconsistencies with the word of God. Because God cannot act outside his own nature, we must do the adjusting. How many think they know the nature of God? How many want to know the nature of God? It's in the Word. When I agree with the Word, God does things to perform His Word to be true. I don't think you heard that. Uh, Can I? When I agree with the Word, thank you, Cheryl. When I agree with the Word, what's next? God performs things to make the word happen. I'd throw this down. It'd be funny, but break. And I'd owe $500 to the church immediately. I don't even know. 
As I learn more about what the renewal process really is, I understand I must exchange old nature and old covenant for God's new nature. This is available because of my belief in Jesus. The covenant, the new covenant wouldn't exist without Jesus. Cece has an awesome word. We're going to have to bring it Sunday, but um, it, it unveils what all is going to happen with Jesus right here on earth. It's a good word. It says, this is available because of my belief in Jesus. As a result, many of the battles I struggle with simply do not exist anymore because I'm completed, made whole, and covered by this new way of thinking. So look on the back. So let me give you an example. Cece, I asked her permission to use her as an example. She's a feeler. So that means that she had to learn the difference between her spirit man having the feeler gift and her soul feeling all kinds of feels. And man, it's hard to know. If you're a feeler, I feel, I pray for you. <laughs> I always try to help feelers. They almost always are knowers too, but I always try to help them build up their knower gift. I think I mentioned this to you before. Why? Because it is it is a fine line. So like today, she woke up with the thought of Teresa thinks, I think as she said, Teresa thinks she wasn't really awake. So just she has she also has this other consciousness I don't know about that. She calls it the not awake time. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like if I'm not awake, I'm just not awake. But anyway, she has several series of mental capacities throughout the night that I don't have. So I try to be like, okay, so she woke up, not really awake, she said, and she said, Teresa doesn't think childlike people work. And I was like, and she that's what, you know, good morning. I had this thought about you. And I'm like, oh. And so that, that happens to her all the time. She almost always, you know, I've had y'all raise your hands before, but the feelers hardly wake up feeling good because the enemy's right there. Bam. And so I've been teaching her this exercise right here. That what is your, what is your soul feeling? Well, that didn't make her soul feel good. Now she's also an over responsible. So what do you think clicked in just, simultaneously she's like I got to disprove that and I'm going to disprove that you know she spent she spent probably seven hours working on these books for Pam and and Tessa yesterday but she doesn't even that doesn't even make the column of doing anything now today Wednesday I got to make that not true now you know I didn't say that about childlike people so that wouldn't even make any sense to me um and so I know that's not me, but I can't say to her that's not me because her soul feels it. It's a feel, It's feeling. So I, I lead her in this process. Well, let's just ask the Holy Spirit, right? So I come up with a question to ask the Holy Spirit. Now, today she felt like she, <laughs> that I might be inconsistent, Right? That, that was the next thought that came after, right? Now, see, I knew that wasn't me. And so I knew the Holy Spirit was on something. Why? Because I'd had two other people talk about inconsistency. So I was like, he's on inconsistency. 
I see he's breathing on this definition of inconsistency, and we're probably going to talk about it Sunday, but that means something. That's what he was breathing on. Now, see, her soul, not her feeler gift, but her soul would have been like mad because, you know, it probably would have done something and over-responsible would have done, and what would have happened with that? It wouldn't have been, it would not have, does anyone follow with me at all? Would not have bore fruit. She had just been frustrated. She'd been, you know, she'd probably been mad at me. Me. <laughs> Imagine. I didn't even do anything. I mean, I just, I, nothing. I wouldn't do anything. Wasn't even in the room. Just woke up. This is what, right? But see, if she's not careful, and she didn't have a good friend like me, she might take this a different direction. Can you apply this analogy to your life at all? Okay, great. So we stop the process and we say, here's the exchange process. Holy Spirit, are you saying something or not? Now she had the same thing happen for at the encounter room and tonight while we were warming up. I don't know if you were here for warm up, but wow, heaven came down at warm up. Well, she couldn't breathe. So we went back to the green room after the encounter room. We discussed it. We went back there again tonight. I said, let's ask the Holy Spirit again. What is he saying? What was it you said he said? People are trying to soar to great heights in the Spirit out of their own strength. Now, who would have associated not breathing? Not breathing doesn't sound good. But she's a feeler. So what did we do in the green room? We prayed. Well, So what happened down here? Did you see it demonstrate? I mean, now, I don't even know how we would have orchestrated that any better. Right? If we could have just wrote down all those words ahead of time, we'd just sung all those words, and then she could have just done the whole thing she did. Right? But what happened? Her just saying it, making the exchange process, what was the result of exchanging? Some of you had an awesome night because someone felt something in the spirit, actually had a physical manifestation of, and asked the Holy Spirit what it was. That's how this process should work. If we would participate, now she could hate on her soul. Why are you acting like you can't breathe and not even mentioned it, which happens a lot for her. I don't even understand that. I don't, but it happens a lot where she won't mention stuff and I'll be like, why didn't you tell me? Because why? Her soul got in there and said, oh, no, that's nothing. That's nothing. How many are guilty? Guilty. That's because our souls are in charge. And we said to God, you have permission to use anything here you want. Did you give me did anybody, anything here? My, my pinky toe all the way up? My tooth can be anything. If I get in the weeds about what I'm feeling, I'll be at the doctor spending $50,000 and not even know why. I'll quit my job because everybody's not partying with me like I won't. (laughs) I'll not come to church because my head hurts. I mean, come on. It just happened. Our soul. Are you with me at all? Is anybody participating with me now? So this, this is a great process. And I'm telling you, if you would do this in a short time, you start seeing things. 
so much differently. Man, don't run around with your soul when it was the Holy Spirit the whole time trying to speak to you. Think about the Holy Spirit going, how, do, how can I get a message to you? That's how I hear the Holy Spirit. How can I get a message to you then? I mean, if it's not going to be this way, what's the way? Right? It's supposed to be fun. How is not breathing fun? When people get touched. The next time she'll be like, wait, I think I've had this happen before. We call that experience. Are you with me? So this is a good, how many will stand and say you will participate and I'll pray over you if you want to participate. Don't stand up if you're not going to participate. So Papa, I just release the power of your spirit to go into our souls. These people standing are saying that they want training for their soul. So I speak to your soul right now in the name of Jesus. And I just tell you that you are not in charge. And I speak to your spirit man right now to be in the lead. And Papa, I just say that we want to be trained to move and breathe like your Holy Spirit does. We want to participate with him. We want to see the greater things done. And we just ask you to show us any places in our lives that we have things we need to exchange, any places in our lives where we have bought into a different system, a faulty not built on the kingdom system that's just trying to come in and manage our life and make us be controllers and make us be passive. And we just break that off of us right now. I break those strongholds of old, um, of old things that were modeled to us. And I release us right now to have our minds renewed through this exchange process in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from One Life OK. For more information, please visit us at onelifeok.com.